Welcome to the Beacon broadcast from Beacon Baptist Church in Burlington, North Carolina, featuring expositional Bible teaching by Pastor Greg Barkman. If you'd like to correspond with the Beacon broadcast, or if you wish to support this radio ministry, write to The Beacon Broadcast, Post Office Box 159, Alamance, North Carolina, 27201, or find us on the web at beaconbaptist.com, beaconbaptist.com. The Beacon Broadcast is supported in part by the gifts of faithful listeners. Now with today's message from God's Word, here is Greg Barkman. Let me ask you, have you been doing the work? Have you been obeying the exhortation? Have you been doing what the text that we have been examining for the last several Brecon broadcasts tells us to do? Namely, have you been examining yourself to see if indeed you are in the faith? Have you been testing yourself to see if indeed Christ is in you? Because this is a very important matter. It's the difference between heaven and hell. It would be a terrible thing to profess to be a Christian and to be deceived, to think yourself to be a Christian, and then when you die, find out that you are not a child of God. You do not belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, and you will protest like those that Christ talked about when he said, many shall say to me in that day, not a few, many shall say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, and we'll talk about the works that they've done in his name and various things that they're pointing to as evidence that they are a child of God and ought to be admitted into heaven. And Jesus said, I will say to them, depart from me, you workers of iniquity, I never knew you. Never knew you. This is not speaking of people who were saved and then lost their salvation, this, this is talking about people who professed to be saved but were never born again. Not, I used to know you, but I don't know you anymore, but I never knew you. There never was a time when you were truly born by the Spirit of God, given new life by the Spirit of God, born again or born from above by the Spirit of God, joined to Jesus Christ in vital union by the Spirit of God. I never knew you. Could that be me? Could that be you? Don't you think it's important to take the test that the Scripture gives us in in 2 Corinthians 13.5 so that we can find out whether or not we are a true child of God? I think it is eminently important. So to that end, thank you for joining me on this Thursday, December 21. Thank you for listening to the Word of God as we try to examine it carefully before the Lord on our broadcast today. Thank you for considering our financial needs in order to continue to teach God's Word on this station. And thank you for praying about the possibility of helping us with a year-end gift to the Beacon Broadcast. Our text, 2 Corinthians 13.5, Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith, Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? 
And over the last two or three broadcasts, we've been talking about some of the characteristics which should indicate whether or not Jesus Christ is in us. Born-again believers have the Spirit of God dwelling in them, which Paul describes here in terms of Christ in you. Because there's only one God, though he exists in three persons, if you have any person, any member of the triune Godhead within you, you have the others there as well. And so if the Holy Spirit indwells you by virtue of the new birth, then you have Christ within you. And so then you should display at least some measure of the humility of Christ. You should display at least some measure of the love of Christ. You should display some indication of the love that Christ had for the Word of God. You should display the fruit of the Spirit. And we'll let that be our last consideration. We could go on and on indefinitely about the various characteristics that would indicate that Jesus Christ is within us. But that one that Paul gives in Galatians chapter 5 is very, very important, isn't it? He talks about the works of the flesh, and he talks about the fruit of the Spirit. He says, for, or rather now, in verse 19, Galatians 5, 19, now the works of the flesh are evident. The works of the flesh are pretty pretty obvious, pretty, pretty clear what they are. The works of the flesh are evident, which are, here we go, Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness. Isn't it interesting that the first four items in this list of the works of the flesh all have to do with sexual immorality? And I will not take the time right now to go into the various shades of meaning of these four words, but that's what it's talking about. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, that is sexual uncleanness, and Lewdness, also referring to sexual impurity. That's a biggie. That's a biggie. If you're a professing Christian, and yet you are continuing to live in sexual impurity, then you ought to question whether or not you've ever been born again. Because if Christ is in you, if the Holy Spirit is dwelling in you, then you shouldn't be displaying the works of the flesh. You should be displaying the fruit of the Spirit. And so the works of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry. And you say, well, at least I'm not guilty of that one. Maybe, maybe so, maybe not. Uh, elsewhere, the Bible tells us that covetousness or greed is idolatry. Do you have a covetous heart? Are you greedy for money, for material things? That's not a good sign. That's a work of the flesh. So, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions. Why is there so much bickering and, and fighting and dividing in churches? Because a lot of church members have never been born again. They're displaying the lusts of the flesh, not the fruit of the Spirit contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murders, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past, that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. That's pretty plain. Those who practice such things, those who continue living in 
a lifestyle that is characterized by these things. He's not saying that anybody who ever did these things in their past cannot inherit the kingdom of God because, of course, there is the cleansing of the blood of Christ that washes away all of our sins when we have been born again. Nor does he say that if anybody stumbles and falls into one of these things and then is grief-stricken because he is a child of God and repents and returns to following Christ, that he won't inherit the kingdom of God. No, actually, people who have that repentant, contrite spirit, grieved over sin, are evidencing that they do have Christ within them. But people who go on living this way, I know I know people who profess to be saved, but they continue year after year after year living in lives of living lives of sexual immorality and also displaying some of these other characteristics and according to what the bible says they are not going to inherit the kingdom of god but but verse 22 the fruit of the spirit is love joy peace long suffering kindness goodness faithfulness gentleness self-control Against such there is no law, self-control, that enables us to control our Adamic desires so that we don't habitually live in them. And that's the difference between those who have not been born again and those who have. It's not a matter of what you profess. It's not a matter of what you prayed. It's not a matter of anything that you did except to believe And how do you know if it was genuine faith, if Christ is in you? Well, if Christ is in you, you ought to be displaying the fruit of the Spirit, not the lusts of the flesh. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves? You hear that emphasis on yourself? Do this for yourself. This is between you and God, but it's a very important matter. Don't neglect it. Don't ignore it. Don't pass it off. This is something that you must do. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. Test yourselves. Do you not know yourselves that Jesus Christ is in you unless indeed you are disqualified? What does that mean? Well, that means you fail the test. (laughs) Test yourselves when you start examining your life to see if there are evidences of the indwelling God, the triune Godhead indwelling you because he has saved you, because Christ has purchased you, because you have been joined to Christ in vital union. You are one of the branches that is joined to the vine, and the life of the vine is flowing out into your life as one of the branches. The evidence of that, this Christ-likeness, is what we are examining, what we're talking about in examining ourselves and testing ourselves, and those who are disqualified are those who fail the test. And I only gave you a few things to test yourselves by, but going back through the list, do you have any measurable, noticeable measure of Christ-like humility in your life, or Is your life pretty much characterized by pride, not humility? Do you have any measure of Christ-like love in your life, love for, for others? Starting with your spouse, 
starting with the people of God, going on from there to those who are outside of Christ. Do you have any measure of Christ-like love on display that's being manifested, that's being exercised in your life? If so, that's a good good sign. That's a that's a check mark. We've got a test here with a number of different items on it. So test your humility. Yes, no. Test your love. Yes, no. Test your hunger for the word. Yes, no. Is that there or is it not? Test the level of the fruit of the Spirit as compared to the lust of the flesh. Which is most characteristic of your life of those two lists? Or do you have more of the evidences of the lust of the flesh in your life or more of the evidences of the fruit of the Spirit in your life? If you, if your test doesn't come up with a pretty good score, then the truth of the matter is you are probably not truly saved. You have your counterfeit Christian. Your profession of faith is not genuine saving faith. You are not joined to Christ. The life of Christ is not flowing into your life and flowing out of your life to others. You are disqualified. We are saved by faith, not by works, but the faith that saves always produces Christ-like works because when Christ is in you, then he flows out of you. That's why we work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is Christ who works within you to will and to do of his good pleasure. So are you, do you have evidence that you qualify, that you, that you pass the test and give evidence of being a Christian and having Christ in you? Or is the sad truth that there's not much evidence there? In which case, you need to be alarmed. You need to acknowledge your need. You need to go to Christ and ask him to change your heart. Until tomorrow, Greg Barkman saying good day. May God give you his eternal peace.